Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, DJs, it is Thursday, August 3rd. The NFL is back. We got some football. Kind of. Sort of. Get the Hall of Fame game to talk about. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, are you ready for some... Fo- oh, can I, I can't say that. I'll get sued. Are you ready for some NFL action, Panther? Might be careful with those three initials, too. And don't say the SB word, either. I think they got a copyright on that. Uh, I am ready for some foosball, um, but before we get there, it was brought to my attention, and of course I did bet the game, but the curse is over, Tiger fans rejoice, the Panther curse is dead, Tigers win, yay, I gotta find another team to to shit on. I mean, was it the Panther curse? I debate that, if it was the Panther curse. I feel that it was the Mad Max curse, and I will also say that the Mad Max curse has been proven accurate because the fact is I bet against the Detroit Tigers yesterday. I bet on the Pittsburgh Pirates and Detroit won. So X Chris, you're listening live right now. If you want Detroit to win, just have me bet against them. That's it. I'll just have to bet against them from here on out and the Tigers going to win. But if you, you know, if you want to tank and I don't know, it's, it's less important to tank in baseball, by the way, I know like you, you can get some good, you know, high draft picks and stuff like that, but less impactful, right? I mean, you're not going to see like the ROI on some of these guys, maybe ever, but you know, usually for a few years and they become trade capital for the most part. So tanking in baseball is less important than say tanking in like basketball, right? Or tanking in football, right? You know? Well, you take in baseball, you can still miss the playoffs. You could tank in basketball and still make the play in game. Yeah, fair fair point. I mean, remember Dallas had to tank at the very, very last moment so they keep their draft pick and yeah, keep yeah, yeah. happy. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, congrats, Panther. Now you got to find a new team. Maybe, maybe jump on the Marlins bandwagon because they still continue to fuck us after all these years. Every time we've been, I them. swear. All right, uh, football, man. Listen, we we got a a preseason game, the first preseason game. I can't believe blink an eye and football is back. Uh, Jets facing off against the Browns in the Hall of Fame game. You can get either team right now, plus one and a half. That's your best line on either team. Total is set at 33 and a half across the board. Now, we're not going to see Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to see Deshaun Watson. Those guys ain't suiting up. However, a... NFL starting quarterback or previous starting quarterback will be suiting up for the Jets, and that's Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is going to start this game early. He's going to, you know, probably play the first, I don't know, first couple of uh, uh, 
uh, series or whatever for the Jets, right? And, you know, the, just to get some action out there. Uh, for the Browns, if you're wondering, it's like, well, who the fuck are the Browns backups? It happens to be Dorian Thompson Robinson and Kellen Mond. I'm familiar with Kellen Mond, that's for sure. He's gotten some time in the uh, NFL before. Um, and uh, they're, they're going to be the quarterbacks for the Browns. Now, if you're looking at history, history typically says that the under is the play in the Hall of Fame game. However, history, the you know the, that, that trend got bucked last year because the game went over. So all this said, Panther, first off, yes, exciting to have football players, uh, you know, football games and all that coming up. Uh, really exciting. I guess in about a month when the NFL really kicks off, but still. Well, I'll accept it. I'll take it. If any any NFL football is good for me. What are your thoughts on this game? I, I think you started to kind of give some analysis over in the asylum, uh, maybe some 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 hints to what you're going to do. But uh, w- what do you think about this game? Uh, I don't think much of it because we're not going to see Aaron Rodgers and we're not going to see Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think the question came up a couple of days ago. The over-under was at 31. And I suggested over because typically in these kind of games, nobody plays any defense. This game doesn't even count towards the preseason schedule. It's just a Hall of Fame game. I don't know why they do it. The, both teams will still get four additional preseason games. But, um, yeah, I, you know, fun, funny. I, you said Dorian. Dorian somebody. But oh, anytime I hear the name Dorian, isn't, wasn't that the bad guy in the movie The Mask with Jim Carrey? That was his name was Dorian. Um, so that's all I think that comes to mind. But I, this is the equivalent of watching the USFL or XFL or Canadian football. Like it's football, right? If it's on TV, guys will probably watch it, but you won't know most of the names out there because anybody that you know probably isn't playing in this game. And you are correct. It was uh, Dorian Tyrell was the bad guy in the mask. Look at the, look at the memory on 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 Panther there, uh, going uh, very 1994 on us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, man. You know, at 33 and a half, I kind of like the under in this one. I I think that last year was kind of an anomaly. I know that defenses don't play, but. Uh, offenses don't play well. <laughs> You're seeing third stringers for the most part of this game. It's all about getting rhythm. It's all about completing plays and series and stuff like that and just kind of getting eyes on players in in some action. But more importantly, as you mentioned, this isn't necessarily even a real preseason game. This is just a draw to have people come out to the Hall of Fame ceremony, right? I mean, that's the main thing. It's the Hall of Fame game because you're putting people in the Hall of Fame and you need some kind of other attraction to get people out there, you know, it's uh, people aren't really going to fucking travel to, you know, watch uh I don't know who's who's in the Hall of Fame this year. I feel bad. I feel like there should be a I probably... literally have no I thought you were going to be prepared <laughs> with that. I have no clue. Let's see. Uh Hall of Fame induction 2023. I was about to say there's got to be a Ram in there, right? I, I, Darrell Revis has has to be in there. I think Darrell Revis is definitely in there for the Jets, right? He's, he's it's got to be Darrell Revis. Um, let's see, Rondé Barber. Wow, Rondé Barber's going in there. The Hall uh, of Fame's gone that far down. Rondé Barber. I mean, better than Seeky Barber getting in there. <laughs> uh, Don Coriel. He was a coach for the Cardinals and Chargers. the Chargers. Uh, you got Chuck Howley, linebacker for the Bears and the Cowboys. Uh, Joe Klecko. Okay, 
There you go. Okay. Jez and Colts. I feel feel okay with Klecko getting in there. Darrell Rivas. Yep, there you go. Darrell. Listen, man, for a period of time, best best quarterback in the game. Um, I don't guess guess he's a Hall of Famer. I guess so. Uh, Ken Riley, he was cornerback for the Bengals from 69 to 83. Joe Thomas. Hey, there you go. Hall of Famer. Okay. Right there. Right, One of I the mean, all-time greats. Possibly the greatest offensive uh, you know, tackle of all time. Right. I mean, it just uh, amazing, amazing guy. Uh, what, what was it? Um, he had some kind of record. Was it over 10,000 consecutive snaps? Like the dude didn't miss oh, up a, a snap. And he didn't give up. Right? A, and his quarterback never got sacked. Like if you were the defensive lineman lined up against Joe Thomas, you were in for a very long, not having your name called day. Shame that he fucking played for the Browns. Poor fucker. Uh, <laughs> Zach Thomas, linebacker for the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Uh, Demarcus Ware, uh, linebacker for Cowboys really? and Broncos. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's the uh, that's that's the. I guess I guess the, the headliners really the the headliners. Um. Oh wait a minute. Okay. I take that back. Those were the uh of the nine inductees. Okay, so it says, of the nine inductees, former Browns left tackle Joe Thomas, former Jets defensive lineman Joe Klecko, and cornerback Darrell Rivas will be earning gold jackets at the Hall of Fame. So all of them being inducted. But three these three guys get to go up on stage and, like, talk and get their gold jackets. Is that, I guess that's it. But it looks like these are the guys that are getting in, these nine guys I just mentioned to you. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. That's the Hall of Fame game. Uh, those are the inductees, but three guys you'll you'll hear from uh, will be Joe Thomas. Which I mean, uh, come on, come on, Joe Thomas in in Ohio. I mean, that place is going to be. Uh, you don't even need the game. I take it back. I take it back. You don't even need some stupid fucking preseason game if Joe Thomas is going to be there. That place is going to be packed just for him. Yeah, and you got well, you got him, and then you also got Joe Klecko. Who uh, was with the Jets? All the anytime I hear Klecko's name, I, I think about he he played the opposite side of uh, Mark Gastineau. Uh, that was a great one-two punch. But um, yeah, those two, since you got the Jets and the Browns playing, those two are the only ones you need. Listen, I think the and Darrell Rivas really, and and Darrell Rivas. I he is. I'm not. I I get it. I he's a Jet. I get it. Rivas Island, but um, and he had about I, I don't know four years or so of. You just didn't throw against the guy, but um, man, I just I feel like they let anybody in the Hall of Fame now. It's it, it's not the elites anymore. It's just I, man, they they really need to tighten this up. I think. See, I'm going to go in a different direction now. I do still have a question uh, about these two teams that I want to get to, but now I'm going in a different direction. There was a lot of uh, I'd say turmoil or or fighting about Kurt Warner getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and I can understand the the sentiment. Now, uh, based off of what we're seeing now, you're right. I think more people tend to get into the Hall of Fame than they probably should. But Kurt Warner, I mean, he's known for, of course, leading the Rams to that Super Bowl. And then he got injured, right? And then he just, remember the, the time on the Giants and mentoring Eli Manning, and it got weird. And then he had that that second comeback, right, for for for, for that uh for, for the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals and made it to that Super Bowl, almost won another Super Bowl with the Cardinals. That was one of my favorite Super Bowls of all time. That Cardinals uh Pittsburgh game, that was back and forth offense. That was just unbelievable. Like it was like guys, just go back and watch that Super Bowl. It was so much fucking fun. Um, but 
cumulatively, I mean, you know, he only technically had like four or five good seasons, you know, and that was enough to get him into the Super Bowl. So I guess the question is, like, if you like if if Patrick Mahomes retired today, Hall of Fame or not? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, exactly. I go exactly. Back, you you I, know what I'm saying? I mean, four or five I, dominant I, seasons gonna get gonna get you in. I think that's the Darrell Rivas argument right there. And that's probably where it is. But I, you know, it goes back to something that Colin Cowherd said a long, long time ago. We were talking about early morning shows, and Cowherd was one of the ones I listened to. But his thing for Hall of Fame basically was: Were you great? And were you great long enough? Some of these guys don't need that much long enough. Um, and, you know, Kurt Warner was one. Mahomes is one. And dare I say, Daryl Rivas, for that short period of time, he was the Deion Sanders of the NFL for four or five years. Yeah. So I, I think I think that's that's the argument. Okay, so the, the big question I wanted to ask you is, I know what the popular or the easy answer to say here is, but I I was looking at both these teams and it's like, man, both teams entering the regular season with immense pressure, the weight of the world on their shoulders. Of course, we know the Jets. They bring in Aaron Rodgers. They, it's Super Bowl or bust. But let's not forget the Browns, who sold the fucking farm and gave all that guaranteed money to Deshaun Watson. So in your opinion, who do you think going into this year actually has more pressure on them? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm looking at expectations and I think the pressure has to be on the jets, right? They got Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't just Aaron Rodgers. I mean, brought over half of the green Bay Packers. They signed some other bits and pieces to, to make a run here, a run that they can make in that division. I think the Buffalo bills were exposed a little bit last year. New England's not great. And Miami's got a ton of questions with Tua and, you know, his scrambled eggs for brains and what kind of quarterback situation they got. There is an opportunity for the Jets, whereas you look at the Browns, I mean, what's the best prognosis here? They finished third in their division. I don't think they're better than the Bengals. I don't think they're better than the Ravens. And you could maybe even question if they're better than the Steelers. So I think expectations and everything that they put into it, all the pressure's got to be on the Jets. The Cleveland fans probably have expectations uh, for the Browns, but I don't. I, I don't think they're a playoff team this year. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely the, the expectations around the Jets because there really is this talk of Super Bowl or bust for the Jets. Like, really, that that's the – and the New York media and just – I mean, it's it's so easy to say the Jets. So I get it. But my counter argument here is I feel like the Browns, the pressure needs to be on the Browns for, for, for them to, to win. Like they, they have to be a winning team because they spent all that money. They traded for, oh, they for, absolutely for the, 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 you know, they have to be a winning team. And I think if they're not a winning team and if they're not competitive in, 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 in the, the AFC North and it's going to be tough because you're right. You are absolutely right. Most competitive division, you know, uh, maybe uh, maybe the, the two Norths this year, I've kind of said it, might be the most competitive divisions. Really, we, we might be looking at the, the AFC, the NFC North. Um, super tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, unless Joe Burrow's just the injury is more serious than we thought, the Bengals are going to be the top tier. But let's not discredit the uh, the, the Ravens. They'll be competing for the, for the top tier as well. And, yeah, I like I like the I like the Pittsburgh Steelers a hell of a lot more than I like the Browns. So, to me, if the Browns don't have a competitive winning season, 
Oh man, I I think that that is a powder keg over there in 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 Cleveland. I really I really think that they're, you know, if if the Jets don't win the Super Bowl, we're not going to be surprised, right? I was like, okay, right. everyone else is talking about Super Bowl or bust, but I'm like, okay, if Jets don't win the Super Bowl, I, I, I put money on the bust. <laughs> if if the Jets don't make the playoffs, I mean, we can always say, well, I mean, Bills. Miami, you know, like, oh, that's, it's tough. You know, we can always backtrack on the Jets because of X, Y, and Z. You cannot backtrack on all of the draft picks and all of the money you gave up on Deshaun Watson. You you just can't. So my opinion is I, I, I absolutely get that the expectations are more on the Jets than they are on the Browns. But I think the Browns are under more pressure. To, to to have to win and be competitive this year because if the Jets end up like going like you know four win season you know what we can always fall back on ah uh, same old Jets we can't do same old Browns with all of the money and all the capital that they gave up on Deshaun Watson. No, they can't. I can because the reason they're going to be the same old Browns is because they gave up all that money and all those draft picks for one player. I get it. It's a quarterback league, and I get it before the circus that was Deshaun Watson, he was an elite quarterback. Um, and he maybe still is an elite quarterback, but now they've lost a lot of pieces. Odell's no longer there. You become very dependent on Nick Chubb to carry a lot of weight. Um, they've lost some pieces on the offensive side. I don't even know who's going to throw to this year. I don't even know who the wide receivers are this year. So there's, there's pressure, but they're going to have their own selves to blame because they threw so much money at Deshaun Watson. Totally agree. And I know that we got plenty of NFL to talk about in the coming weeks. I can only say that there might be one more team that has more pressure on them than anyone else. And I'll close out this segment by saying, Broncos country, let's ride. Taking a quick break. After that, baseball bets. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We are back, possibly never left. Panther, 
Not a full slate of games today. I think I only got two to bet on. Uh, you betting the board today? Go ahead. Just run the board. Uh, I'm not running the board, but I do have six. So uh, maybe maybe uh, I'll cover your two out of my six. We're going to start in Miami, Philadelphia, and the Fish. Going to wrap up this series. The newly acquired Michael Lorenzen taking the mound for the Phils. Johnny Cueto, who they you know got last year, and he's been on the I.L., has actually pitched very, very well. He just doesn't have any wins to show for it. Uh, but he's pitched well in the three outings that he's had. This is a travel day for the Phillies. Uh, who knows who plays, who sits. It's a very early game, so they could play everybody. But um, Miami at home, Cueto on the mound. I still trust the Phillies' offense. Although, if you look at the stats, this is kind of mind-boggling. The Phillies and the Marlins really aren't that far apart as far as hits, home runs, runs scored. They're actually really, really close. That said, I still think the Phillies have more home run power and run potential. I like the Phillies for 10 bucks. Yeah, moral support. I'm going to lean the Phillies with you. And my, my main reason is uh, fuck the fish. That's it. That's that's uh, that's all I had to do is just fuck the fish. Um, yeah, we're going to see a lot of shiny new toys being uh, uh, rolled out today. So uh, in, in the games that you're going to talk about, I'm sure that we're going to see some of those guys that were dealt at the trade deadline. Lorenzen, one of them. I do think that that was something that the the Phillies needed. Uh, I mean, of course, everyone wants to look at all the, the pitchers that did get dealt and say, well, Lorenzen is mid-tier compared to them. But I don't think that the Phillies needed... To go all in to, I mean, if they could, if they could, if they, if they, if the the Rory Halliday fucking uh, of 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 pitchers were out there and they were able to get them without giving up the farm, of course they'd be happy with it. But I actually kind of like the Phillies rotation. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of crazy to say because I'm familiar with most of them because they were all fucking Mets at one point in time, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna be trotting out Senga next year as our ace, Senga. Um, yeah, I, I like the Phillies here today. Motorsport lean on Philadelphia. Next game up, we're going to talk about some more of those shiny toys. The White Sox, who gave away all their toys, are in Texas taking on the Rangers, who will debut their new shiny toy, Max Scherzer. This is just got bloodbath written all over it. Um, there's no value on straight-up play. So I got to run-line me some Rangers to get any kind of value. Give me $10 on the run-line for the Rangers. It's a minus 120 on that run line. I will also give you moral support. Even at Texas, minus 250 is the best you're going to get. This is 270, 275. Points bet's got this at minus 275. Jeez, this is going to be terrible. I I think Scherz is going to go. He's going to throw a perfect game. He's going to throw a no-hitter today. But honestly, Scherz is going to go out there. He's going to look fucking amazing. And just everyone's going to be like, oh, why'd the Mets deal him? Because they're the fucking Mets. That's why. Moral support, lean on Zexus with you. <laughs> Next game up, I actually probably should not be on. Houston is at New York. Christian Javier going against Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt is, uh, I, I don't know, they talk like he's part of their future, but he hasn't pitched like he's part of their future. I haven't seen anything out of this guy, and he's had multiple opportunities to prove that he's ready for the big leagues. I really haven't seen anything out of him that I like. Going against an Astros team that is getting healthy. Jordan's back. Altuve's back. Christian Javier will take him out, and he's not pitched very well, but his last couple outings have been promising that he's maybe riding the ship. I like the Astros here. I didn't have a line when I bet it, 
So I'm betting it blindly. Give me the Astros for whatever you're going to tell me it is. Yeah, it's not that bad, honestly. Uh, you're getting uh, Houston here minus 106. So I mean, that's that's really not that bad. Uh, opened at plus 115. So the steam, the momentum is in. Uh, you're definitely going in in your direction here. Um, I totally agree. Listen, I think the the Yankees the Yankees definitely have some issues with their with their starting rotation after Garrett Cole. It is. It's it's a drop off there, right? Um, and I don't know if you saw it, Domingo Herman uh, entering uh, alcohol sub, you know, uh, abuse, uh, substance abuse. Uh, um, so he's he's out for the season. So they just lost Herman. Um, not to say that he was pitching outstanding, other than that that one shining moment for him this year. But th- th- that depth of pitching is going to really haunt them. As for the Astros, they have to be optimistic and they have to be hopeful that Christian Javier's last couple outings. Uh, strikeouts were up. He, he kept the runs to I think two or three runs uh, in, in about you know five six innings of, of so it's trending in the right direction. But for a stretch of time, he, I think he was just injured or or he was dealing with something because I mean he was giving up like six eight nine runs. I mean like he was he was getting fucking hammered. So they have to be happy. Uh, yeah, moral sport lean on Houston with you. Next game up, talk about the Minnesota Twins hitting the road, going to St. Louis, take on the um, Cardinals. I kind of like the. White Sox Cardinals, they did the same thing, pretty much just sold off all of their assets, which gives me pause for this game. It's Sonny Gray going for Minnesota, going against Michael Libitor. Pitching-wise, kind of a mismatch here, but I had the Twins at minus 140, and, and I'm sorry, as bad as the Cardinals have been, and they sold all their assets, this, to me, could have been a lot worse. Vegas gift or maybe a Panther trap, I don't know. I'm on the Twins for 10 bucks. I'm on the Twins, too. We're going to get minus 135 is the best line that we're going to get. Now, I will say this. Minnesota, not a great road team, so probably impacting this line a little bit is, is that this team is not very good on the road. That said, St. Louis is not very good at all. <laughs> Done. End of story. So uh, I looked at this one, and, and I, I don't say that, you know, I thought this was a gift. I thought that this was a favorable line for us. I thought the implied probability should be a bit worse with, with gray out there on the mound. And, uh, you know, listen, I mean, he's, he's, um, pitched, I'd say, you know, less, um, less effectively in the, in, since the all-star break than he was pre all-star break. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think, I think, I, I maybe, maybe the issue started right before the All Star break. I think he got shelled in his like last game right before the All Star break, and, and since then he's been trending a little bit, you know, in, in opposite direction from the first half of the season. But his last two outings have been solid, so I think Sonny Gray is the the choice for today. So yeah, a ten dollar bet on the Twins, and we'll lock that into the DJ parlay as well. Locked in. Next game up, Seattle at Anaheim. God's taking the mound today, fresh off of his first ever complete game shutout. Looked every bit the ace that we didn't know that he is. Uh, Seattle kind of sold off, not really their hitters, just kind of their pitching. So they, they could really kind of maybe be a live play here. But who has not been that impressive for Seattle? I think the Angels can take advantage here. I like the Angels on the run line for $10. I uh, on the run line you're taking them. Oh, let me get the run line. I was not expecting that because it's only it's only minus one fifty. Like I can get that's the best line I can get us is minus one fifty. Um, let's see the run line here would pay you 
plus 136. I mean, you know, there you go. Uh, I'm I'm just going to take the minus 150. I'm going to lock in the minus 150 uh, on uh, 155. I'm going to take the minus 155 on on LA. In I'm going to take the minus 150 straight up uh, for my bet, but for the parlay, it's locked in at minus 155. I wonder if I can get more value here. I'm going to try a different sports book for the uh, DGM parlay, but yeah, $10 bet on the angels. You can get more value. Run line it. (laughs) 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 Last game up for me. One more Oakland at the Dodgers. I hit this thing yesterday. This is just a mismatch um, on the offense, on the pitching. We got JP Sears going for Oakland, going against Julio Urias for the Dodgers. Another chalky line, run line it to get some value. It's not as bad as yesterday, but uh, still got to run line it to get anywhere close to anything as far as value. So give me the Dodgers on the run line for ten dollars. Is that three run lines for you, man? Let's yeah, see. three run lines. Dodgers on the run line, minus one twenty-five. I'll give you some morals aboard here. I'll, I'll lean the Dodgers with you. Uh, not a game that I could bet with that with that chalk, and you know I'm not a run line guy, so I trust you. I trust you. There you go. Good good luck. Moral support. Lean on the Dodgers with you. All right, well, we locked in your two. Uh, I think since you are so anti-run line, maybe we'll throw those Houston Astros in there. What do you think? I already had it locked in, Panther. I, I read your mind. You already picked so. it for me. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do this at DK because DK's got that favorable Minnesota line, minus 135. Everyone else has it kind of at minus 150 already. So that's getting that's, that's getting kind of fucking shitty for uh for, for Minnesota. So we'll take my uh, Minnesota minus 135, Houston minus 112, LA minus 155 uh, in a parlay that's going to pay us 443. And that's going to close us out on this Thursday. So Panther, take us home. All right, we're going home. You guys know the deal. It's Facebook, it's Twitter, but mostly exclusively right here in the asylum in our Discord channel. You guys, if you're betting this fucking Hall of Fame game, and I know some of you degenerates will, post it in there. We're going to talk about it. If you're you're betting totals, touchdowns, over, under, whatever. I want to see it. Let's talk about it. It's football season. Hang out with us. And uh, most importantly, let us know what you're doing tonight. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.